You are listening to the Daily Best of Rick and Bubba. This is one hour of fun from the show this morning. Don't worry, you can still catch the entire show on your favorite podcast app. And you can watch the Daily Best of Rick and Bubba on Blaze TV. Enjoy the Daily Best of Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. It is seven and a half minutes now past the hour. You got the Rick and Bubba show. Uh, Here we are, 29 years and a half into this thing, headed toward our 30th birthday in January. Uh, And uh, we thank you for being with us. However you're getting the program, whether that be live or archived, your live options, the Rick and Bubba Radio Network, the boldest stations in America, as they carry the Rick and Bubba show, another live option is our TuneIn app. If you want the streaming option, just go to TuneIn uh, at the App Store, download that. That's free. Then put in the Rick and Bubba show and get our 24-7 channel, which includes the live show every day. Also, our YouTube channel has a live option. Eddie Van Adler handles that for you. If you're watching us on YouTube, uh, thank you for being with us. Uh, how can I get the show on my own time? Our parts that I missed. I'm glad you asked. Uh, a lot of options there, too. The YouTube channel has a, an archive option. Uh, for video archives, the entire show every day, including one hour that you'll see on Blaze TV as well. That's kind of a best of hour. Our podcast channel offers uh, a full audio archive of the show every day for you on your own time, including a best of hour there as well. And the TuneIn app not only gives you the live show, but also plays uh, old shows, uh, archives uh, of the week in their entirety. Uh, so all that available to you. Find all those options live or archived by going to uh, uh, the Rick and Bubba website, which is Rick and Bubba, spell out the word and dot com. And just when you thought that wasn't enough content, we have a unique podcast every week called Rick and Bubba University. Uh, it's, been on hi- it's been on hiatus for a couple of weeks. It returns this weekend. We'll record a new one today, and we'll tell you more about that as the show progresses. And you can catch that uh, on Saturday and, uh, and grab that. Rick and Bubba University, a 45-minute unique podcast, uh, um, not every week, but most weeks during the year. And yesterday's uh, Wednesday Bible Study Archive is now available for you, both on the YouTube channel and our podcast channel. Speedy, Greg, Helmsy, Adler, all here. Super P, our intern, taking phone calls at 866-WE-BE-BIG. Also, Lord of the Jacket, he is here helping out on the video side as well as they earn their degree in common sense from Rick and Bubba University. We are missing one, the silver tongue one, the man with a golden voice, professional lunch eaters, man of the year, the inventor of Pizza in a Cup, Shakespeare's Worst Nightmare, and the master of the Kang's English. Ladies and gentlemen, put your hands together for Bill Bubba Bussy! Howdy, Bubba. How about it, Rick Burgess? Friends, neighbors, associates, welcome to the little party we call Rick and Bubba. All about life. Every day, every step of the way. Let's go. Right. 
There's old Trevor Morgan. How about old Trevor? Old Trevor Morgan. Uh, and, and we got to hear him on the show many, many years ago and got to see him in concert. And uh, if you've never gone into his library out there, he's got some good stuff. Yep. He does. He rocks. He rocks. So, Bubba, we have a, a lot to unpack on the program today. I know we have a movie review from you. Uh, you and I assume your son went to see Mission Impossible last night. Yes, Dead Reckoning Part 1. Okay. This will be the end of the Mission Impossible series, but it's the first of a two-part movie. Hmm. The second part will be out this time next year. How about that? Oh, boy. And while we're here, let's knock two out. (laughs) That's it. That's basically it. Uh, I'll give you the full breakdown on that without giving the plot away. Oh, Bubba. But I will say this. Uh... When you go home, you come out of the movie, you're going to want to unplug everything you have electronic. <laughs> yeah. 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 That's a little tease right there. There, there it Get is. Get you a notebook for your addresses and your uh, your day planning. Right. Go back to the old Franklin Day Planner, whatever your deal was. Mm-hmm. And get you a nice flip phone. Can I tell you what's funny when you br- <laughs> when you bring up the Franklin Day Planner? So Sherry was uh, she she was real committed uh, a few years ago, and and don't don't miss it. I said years. Yeah. Uh, as a matter of fact, it, it was probably about three years ago, and and she was talking, and we were talking with uh, people that we knew, and we were having a dinner, and somebody said, "Well, I'll tell you, there's this Day Planner group or whatever. Yeah. That is fantastic. It is the best." life planning material ever and, yeah. and sherry was all in well that she she got she went and said i'm in and then she decided that she and i don't think she's ever not one time used it ever <laughs> and she can't get it to stop coming to the house i mean it, it just keeps coming oh listen those I, I recurring mean, billing I, things i, I mean oh, we God. get a box I, we must have there i bet we got i don't know what i don't even remember the name of the product but I, because the box never gets open now, it just gets thrown over there with the and other it, boxes. I'm like, baby, I maybe maybe you should just start using them. And uh, she's like, well, I, you know, well, that just didn't turn hey, out to be a better way to go. And, don't throw them away. Yeah, hang on. She to may them. need yeah. them, or I may come get them. But it's so funny. I said, Sherry, can you not cancel this? She goes, Rick, I honestly don't know how to cancel. I keep trying to cancel it. It won't cancel. Hmm. So, uh, so I don't know. <clears throat> like, mm. So I don't. Maybe, maybe it's time to break those back out. Yeah, it it really uh, plays out the whole AI scenario, which mm-hmm. uh, our vice president explained. I thought great. Yesterday. Oh, wasn't that good? Um, wasn't that good? That master uh, was was artificial and had no intelligence in it. Yeah, uh, that's funny. And, and, and uh, I, <laughs> I stand by this. She may be the only person to to get as high as vice president and and can't make it on the speaking trail. <laughs> yeah, that's great. Like, so she'll get a. Couple Couple right out of the gate, yeah. just cost the title. Yeah. But but once everybody doubt, says yeah. how'd, how'd that go, that's Ooh, when you're gonna have yeah. problems. Yeah. So uh, we'll we'll break that down, and uh, we we have uh, we have a health report today. We have a lot of news. Uh, Christopher yeah. Ray was at uh, Congress, head of the FBI yesterday, mm. and it was uh, it was some lively fireworks mm. to say the yes. least for sure. Well, and I will... and, and I mean <clears throat> some point blank questions. That good. was really good. And, well, and this also the tie in here, Rick. Christopher Ray, head of the FBI, reminds me very much of the guy from Mission Impossible who's head of the CIA. Is this, is this going to be our life today? Yep. It, it, everything may have a reference back no, to Mission I've Impossible. No, I've always thought that. Right, yeah. Right. Uh, McKittry, isn't that his name? Um, but uh, he, he, they look alike to me. Their mannerisms are alike, and it's a little spooky. I've always thought yeah, that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I've told you I have such a strange relationship with the Mission Impossible series. It has been nothing but good to me, but I, I won't I won't love it, and I don't know why. I mean, every time I watch them, and I see, like, I won't go to the movie and see this, but I'll watch it when it comes out and then love it. 
I, I have the weirdest relationship with the Mission Impossible series. I tell you, it, it's been nothing too. but consistent, and mm-hmm. I won't love it. There is a bit of uh, they seem to predict the future in some of this mm-hmm. stuff. Yeah, I don't know if you remember Mission Impossible Two about the uh, virus they were going to release mm-hmm. on everybody. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Crimea, mm-hmm. and uh, it, which was one of my favorite ones. I thought it was a good one. Yeah. Um, See, I can't. I can't. They all are the same movie to me. I don't know which one's which. Uh, I, I can tell you some basic ideas from them. Uh, the first one was when everybody had the mask on on the train. It had, uh, you know, the actor that, that we all love on there uh, playing. the. He was he was part of the Mission Impossible team and, and that somebody had turned bad, you know, and all mm-hmm. that. Uh, all you talking the blacklist guy? No. Ron California? No. Uh, I don't know his name. I don't. Admiral, You're talking about Ving Rhames? No. The black guy? No, no, no. I like him. No. He's awesome. So you had to uh, say black guy. Couldn't just say that. There you go, buddy. Yep. Can he just be a oh, guy? Angelina, Angelina Jolie's him. dad. I love him. Oh, What's yeah. Angelina Jolie's John Boy. Oh, John yeah. Boy. Okay. 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 I got you. He's been on the show before, hasn't he? He has. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Are we making that up? Or are we just trying no, to get him No, we interviewed him for, well, for the movie. From Woodlaw. Yeah, when yeah. he was. I thought so. I knew we were trying to. Yeah, when he was Bear Bryant. You talking about the white actor, Adler? John Boyd. White guy. That yeah. white guy. White guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, 16 <laughs> minutes past the hour. <laughs> we'll be right back. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Sherry Burgess is in love with the products from Naturally. It is, it's clean. Look, I went to the home of the Culinary Arch. Do you think that old, old, old Big Papa didn't come home with food all over my clothes? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Larry, baby. So, uh, the, look, the, the beautiful thing, if you're tired of cleaning products that you use around the house, always smelling like nasty chemicals, and, and you'd rather be using something that not only smells better, but but was made out of natural products that you could trust as well. Well, if if, if you're like us and you're like, yeah, does that product exist? It does. It, and it's naturally, it's clean. Now, here's the good news. We're not trying to guilt you into a product that is all natural, but then the product not be very good. This is better than what you're using. Uh, and it just so happens uh, to be good as well. They're, they're made with hospital grade uh, cleaning solutions that are going to smell great every single time. Uh, Bob Vila said, naturally it's clean, has the most eco-friendly carpet stain remover on the market today. Uh, and you know, you can take that to the bank. I think Vila's used a lot of them. I love it. I showed you that I love it. We use it at home. Their essential starter kit will get you everything that you need. It features four of their most popular products. It's one of their top selling items. We got it. You, you should too. You get 15% off for a limited time when you go to naturallyitsclean.com slash Rick Bubba. Now they're made in the United States. They support the conservative values. You know, a lot of times you're like, I'm, I'm tired of sending my money to these companies that keep trying to tell me I got to post some flag or something on my. Uh, no, none of that is going on. Uh, and they offer free two day shipping. And these are made with plant oils that do a great job cleaning, uh, but without all the terrible smells and without things that you really may not want. Uh, around your house. So go right now and get naturallyitsclean.com slash Rick Bubba. Get 15% off that essential starter kit. Naturallyitsclean.com slash Rick Bubba. Uh, WZZK. Ben, welcome to the Rick and Bubba Show. How are you, sir? Great, guys. How are y'all? Good. Hey, I was just wanted to ask you, I was talking about the uh, car crashes being too long. Uh, what are, what's your thoughts on John Wick? Like the the newest one is basically a fight scene from the beginning to the end. And then the other question was, what's your thoughts on the sound of freedom? 
You know, the first one, I will not give myself to John Wick. It's the same problem. I, I don't know what it is. I'm it, the same it, way. it took me forever to watch Jason Bourne. It's like <laughs> I just I'm just not drawn to these movies. Jack Ryan. When I know that I should be. Jack Ryan. I just See, don't, I haven't watched the Jack Ryan. I don't watch I, I honestly, good. Ben, don't watch any of them. And I know if I watched them, I would probably like them. But I for some reason I just won't. They don't interest me. But then if I get bored one day and I watch one at home, I'm like, hey, that was a pretty good movie. That really entertained me. Rick Long fights can also be like car no places. you're right you're right and well it, I'll, I'll say this in the john wick uh series and i saw one or two of them um if you don't like shoot 'em ups then this is not the, the movie gory. for you the shoot 'em up rate per minute on that on those movies have to be the all-time high really? yeah i'm not a big gore guy either i don't like a lot of gore i don't like a lot of Filthy language and and of course if there's you know if if, 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 if it's riddled with uh, I don't know why you're you know about. I don't you know sex scenes and things like that, which a lot of these action movies don't have that much of that yeah in I, it, I don't recall yeah. that one now yeah. the the Mission Impossible ones don't because Tom, yeah. Tom Cruise knows it will hurt you know yeah. what they can do I mean. There's there's love scenes, but they're not dirty. <laughs> yeah, know? and what's going on with yeah? And you asked about Sound of Freedom. I don't know if you uh, uh, ever caught the podcast. I, I was uh, in North Carolina speaking um, uh, for a church that was kicking off the strategy from from themanchurch.com. And that night, a guy got up and spoke uh, with uh, Lantern Rescue. Um, and he had to use a fake name because there's countries all over the world that are trying to kill him. Mm-hmm. And they, there's been several camp- attempts to try to kill him. Um, and he, he used the name Mark, which is not his name. But uh, he actually goes in and rescues these children in real life. The the, the very thing that Jim Caviezel is portraying in that group in this movie. Uh, and I know the movie is, is picking up a lot of momentum and it's bringing awareness to this wicked and evil child trafficking sex trade, which is – we can't even – our minds can't even wrap, yeah. believe that something so heinous – is so prevalent. And um, now the part about the political part about it, I still don't fully understand. I tried to research again the other day that some political agenda about it, and y'all said it has to do with the Epsteins and yeah, the QAnon stuff. And it, it, re- it reflects negatively Hillary on all people. And yeah, stuff. And, yeah. And so not they, particularly that, but that type of. They think hype. That, that this is bringing awareness to that, that these people might have been involved in stuff like that. Why, I don't why, know. why, why would the left not like this movie? Who's for child trafficking in the sex trade? I haven't seen the movie. Don't, they're almost acting like it's portraying stuff that aren't that isn't right. happening. Well, let me tell you something. Yeah. We talked to that guy. I, I don't know if you ever I mean, I if, you, if you ever listened to it and the things that he's yeah. seen and, and experienced. You will not no, believe that's it. evil. That it, but it's it, real. Yeah, it really is. Yeah, and I know you. Your two of your sons went to see it. You uh, said, yeah, you said, one you said that yeah. shook them shook him up pretty good. It, it did. It did because yeah, he mean, can't we, believe that's going on. No, no, but but he um, he's glad he went and, and saw it. But he came home and and well, we sat down and had a long conversation uh, about what he discovered through through uh, through the movie. Does um oh what's his name? Uh, here I go, Lethal Weapon. What's his um Mel Gibson? Mel, Mel, is he behind this too in some way? Mm. Do you know? I know no, that I know I, that Angel in another passion deal. Right, but I didn't know if he was in the back uh, uh-huh. behind the scenes in, in this. Mm-hmm. I I don't know. I was. He, I saw him uh, at some um, showing of it. I, I wasn't sure if that's another reason why people. Well, him and Caviezel, you know, have a have a, a, a long relationship because yeah. of the Passion of the Christ, and yeah. But I think that uh, I know Angel Studios, that uh-huh. that production yeah, right. house, is behind it. That's done the Chosen and, and yeah. some other stuff. 
So anyway, um, but uh, yeah, it's it's gaining a lot of momentum, and, and a lot of people are discussing the fact that it's actually doing better at the box office than some of the marquee oh, movies. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It and, is doing real good. Uh, yeah. And lanternrescue.org is the website if anybody's Ooh. interested in going and helping them. Unbelievable. It's un- unreal. Let's go to Dustin in Florida. Dustin, welcome to Rick and Bubba. Go ahead. Hey, guys. What's up? Hey, buddy. Hey, uh, I just want to drop a dime. I, I sent an email. Uh, I'm sorry. I sent Helmsley an email. I was just pumping gas, and when I crawled out of my truck, there was a guy with a PA speaker. The wires were hanging out of his window, and it was just blaring the Rick and Bubba show. That a boy. <laughs> I, it blew me away. I, was, I thought I left my truck on, and I heard That's him funny. going nuts. And I was like, what in the world? And, yeah, yeah. I mean, God bless the, the fella. He he. I don't think he's right, but, that, but no, that's all right. Do you realize how many people that aren't right have been used by God to advance this show? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I do uh, have firsthand experience. But yeah, just want to let big, y'all know that that yeah. actually just happened in Paxton, Florida. That's I love it. Love it. I love Good it. Stuff. Uh, dun, 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 dun. Let's, let's go to uh, is it Al? Al also in Florida. Al, go ahead. Hey, I was talking about Tom Cruise. Watch out where y'all land on that old uh, all the right moves, that old football movie. I like it. I like that. You know, I I remember the title. I don't. I'm like, I can't remember the movie. Yeah. No, I've seen it not too long ago. I love it. That's when he was young. One Tom Cruise movie you have to watch today. Go. It's a few good men for me. Yes, absolutely. Me too. That's always a good one. Yeah, that's my favorite. Is that what you go to, Greg? Are you back to cocktail? (laughs) (laughs) Speedy. Oh, boy. I th- my oh, favorite him is the original Top Gun. Yeah, I, I'm, okay. I'm, I'm yeah. It's either that it's, or... It's, all, it, it's a few good men for me. Yeah, me too. Yeah, no doubt. I, I, I probably watch one of the Mission Impossibles yeah. Yeah. because I'm into that. Right? It seems like every, I don't know which one. Wait, yeah, it that seems that like every time I turn, turn on the TV, Edge of Tomorrow is on. Wait, yeah. I wasn't thinking Outsiders. Greg! <laughs> 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 you know, but, he didn't have a very big role in that. I, I, I saw Rob Reiner, and I don't know if I said this on there, being interviewed about... Officer, I mean, a few good men and Jack Nicholson's monologue in the courtroom. That's great. And he said he kept doing it the way it was real, even when they were shooting the other people in the courtroom. Mm. And they, he was like, "Jack, you don't have to do the monologue like you're on camera every time." Mm-hmm. And he and he basically, you know, tried to do his best, Jack Nicholson. He goes, "I love to act, Rob." And he's rare. I get the, I get dialogue this good. I'm going to do it this way every time we shoot it in here. <laughs> and he said he would just do it over and over and over again. So How are y'all is- War of the Worlds? Don't like no, it. No, don't like, like it at all. Didn't like it. Didn't like it at all. Double thumbs down. Uh, no. I, to me, and this may sound stupid, I consider that movie a Jack Nicholson movie more than I do a Tom Cruise movie. That's a good point. Yeah. It's a good point. Yeah. I'll give you that. There's Tom Cruise's main character. He sure. is. Uh, but I, but, but he's, he's not. I like no, Jack's I hear character. You. I he's hear more that. memorable and has I, more lines I hear you. that matter. I, no, no question. Tom Cruise, by the way, don't overlook. He did have some funny lines in that. No, it's a good movie bo- yeah. on both sides. What about when he does an impression of Jack Nicholson? Yeah, saying when he's saying, "I think he wants to tell he us," wants to he tell did, us. and he does a little impression of him, which is good. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Tropic Thunder. That's my favorite. Hey, oh, I forgot <laughs> right. about that. That's a weird one. <laughs> that character he plays. <laughs> Top of the hour. Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba. 
and Bubba. Bubba, I do want to mention one thing in passing, and, and, and we've been doing this a lot lately. Maybe we are becoming on this day in history people, but these these days have become so big you can't ignore them. Well, I, I was thinking the same thing. I, I, I don't want to be this day in history people, but there are some momentous day momentous – what am I trying to say? Momentous. Uh, momentous days that need no way i'm gonna help you i gotta i gotta they watch need this. Right, they yeah. need their right, own yeah. they need to be recognized well in this one bubba dear 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 uh, no pun intended to your heart uh today in 1937 are you ready i know what it is krispy, I've already kreme, read it. krispy kreme was founded yep what a, what day. a day well i've told this story before you know just trying to be a good husband um we were on highway 98 i knew exactly where we were Huh. Uh, we were running along the Gulf Coast. I was about to say, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. We went by a Krispy Kreme. It was on our right. I remember exactly where it was. <clears throat> I was rolling toward Destin from Panama City. And I saw the hot and now sign. And I said, oh, wow, hot and now. And I went on. And, and my wife said to me, we'd only been married probably less than a decade. She goes, what is that? <laughs> I said, "What did you What did you say?" <laughs> I, I'm still I'm rolling toward Dustin. Okay, <laughs> okay, it's behind me now. Uh-huh. Okay, and she says, "What is hot now?" Mm-hmm. And I mm-hmm. said, "You You've never gone through a Krispy Kreme drive-through and got the glazed donuts while they were still hot, just coming out." And now, and she said, <laughs> "No." Mm. I turned around. I found the first turn through. Yeah, uh-huh. had the Yui. I U turned and I said, "Well, let me tell you something, my love. That day." is over we will have them and you will love them and we went through that we went through that drive-thru and i opened that box just a little steam came out and she reached down and she grabbed that glazed donut hot and and so gooey and she took a bite of it and she looked at me and she says what a strange place i find myself i love you while i hate you at the same time Because I know this isn't good for me, and I wish I I was better off not to know. It is good, <laughs> right? For you. You know? good. No, I said, but how can I claim hot. to do my job that yeah. God's called me to, yeah. and you not have that? That's right. You can't live your life not having that. What a moment! What a moment! So that was it, uh, Bubba. You mentioned that AI is prominent in the new Mission Impossible movie. As a matter of fact, we're hearing about the Mission Impossible movie. Well, I've heard about it ever since I got here today, yeah. and uh, and and uh, Bubba Been in several conversations. Bubba is super excited, and one of the things in it is AI. Correct. That that is the plot. Well, I have good news for you today. Our vice president, the mm. master communicator, yes, Kamala Harris, uh, is going to explain to us today. She's going to tell us what AI is. Well, a lot of people don't understand it, and that we'll go right. to uh, Kamala Harris, VP, Here to straighten it out. Here we All go. Right. And I think the first part of this issue that should be articulated is AI is kind of a fancy thing. It's, first of all, it's two letters. It means artificial intelligence. But ultimately what it is, is it's about machine learning. And so the machine is taught. And part of the issue here is what information is going into the machine that will then determine and, and we can predict then, if we think about what machine, what information is going in, what then will be produced in terms of decisions and opinions um, that may be made through that process. Okay. <laughs> All right. Boy, I, I really feel bad for those of you that that was your first run at AI. <laughs> yeah. um, it, it, first of all, it's just two letters. 
and she tells us what it means. Right. You know, it's, 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 it's a new fancy thing. I mean, that, 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 it's artificial. Well, it's from that movie. We say what you just said. We're all we're all dumber. <laughs> Where's the clip? <laughs> I don't know what we titled it. I don't know what, what we titled it. Well, I would say that, that no, it's not that. That, one, that explanation is artificial and it lacks intelligence. Yeah, it does. Um, not sure what we called it. Try, try uh, five fifty one. Five fifty one. Oh, we'll try that. There we go. Uh, well, no, that, that's what I just had. Try 762. Okay. All right. Try that. Okay. Well, I think it's going to be good. Do you want to play it, then play this after? Yeah, yeah let's yeah, do it. I think, I think so. I, I, yeah, I, yeah, we'll just yeah. listen. Yeah. Play it again. AI is kind of a fancy thing. It's First of all, it's two letters. It means <laughs> artificial intelligence. But ultimately what it is, is it's about machine learning. And so the machine is taught... <laughs> It's not a joke. And part of the Why does she laugh here right here is what information is going into the machine that will then determine, and, and we can predict then, if we think about what, machine, what information is going in, what then will be produced in terms of decisions and opinions um, that may be made through that process. And I think what the you first just said part is one of the most insanely idiotic things I have ever heard. At no point... Were you even close to anything that could be considered a rational thought? Everyone in this room is now dumber for having listened to it. <laughs> That's so good. That's a great. Line. I got You know that is I, one I of the use that more. That is one of the great speeches, by the way. It, 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 I, I don't even remember what. Does anybody remember what story it was from? Uh, it's Billy Madison, I thought. Right? Is it? Yeah, when he's taking the trying to get his. Degrees. Either Happy Gilmore or Billy Madison. It's the same movie, <laughs> basically. Yeah. It's yeah. kind of like Mission Impossible. They're all the same movie. I can't remember the subtitles. But they deliver. They deliver. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't even remember the, the, the plot of Billy Madison. What, what, Billy what? Madison goes back to school. That's the one. He's yes, a rich it's, kid. It's and, from and, Billy Madison. And okay. Somehow he's got to go start at kindergarten and work his way through. Right. You know? So he can inherit the company or something. I don't know. Right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. You know, somebody in email mentioned that Ben Shapiro describes her when she's explaining things as a kid giving a book report on a book she hasn't read. That's good, by the way. <laughs> Look, and I know what that's like because I've done that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, You're right. And that is a great explanation of what she I want to see what this one is. We've got another one in there called Dumbest Thing. I'm going to see what that is. Yeah, I think that's Will Smith. I is think. It? I don't know. That's, that's about the dumbest thing I heard any fool say ever. That's pretty good, too. Yeah. A little bagger Vance for you. <laughs> is that what that is? I think it is. Yeah, that's that's pretty good, too. Yeah. Of course, I wonder if he played that to himself when he did that on the, right. yeah, on well. the Oscars. Mm -hmm. uh, we'll be back. <laughs> yeah. He's probably heard it since then. Yeah, right, yeah. Um, another Rick and Bubba University, the podcast. Uh, we'll be uh, chatting uh, uh, today. With, is it, Hey, you say his name? Is it... Uh, Husing. Husing? Mm -hmm. Scott... Husing will yeah. be with us. Yeah. And a great, you know, a lot of times we talk on the show so many times about, and I know we all feel this way, where we have those people that have served our country and they've been in all these forward positions and they've fought and they've, they've clawed and they've been exposed to traumatic events all so we can all sleep tight at night. And you start thinking, what, what, what can we do for them? Well, you, you'll get an opportunity to find out some things that we can do. And, uh, and we'll be interviewing him about an organization that he has put together and is uh, raising funds for. Of course, he wrote the book Echo and Ramada, uh, it, which is uh, firsthand stories of the Marines in Iraq's uh, deadliest city. And 
And uh, so that that that's a great book, and we'll talk to him a little bit about that. But we'll also talk about um, uh, some some cool things this weekend. So be be paying attention for that, Bubba. We we got uh, you are about to give us a health update. And uh, yesterday you went in for what another scan? Yeah, our four, di- well, actually our, Monday. Yeah, yeah, it was our fourth uh, CAT scan following up uh, our cancer diagnosis. And for those of you new to the show or not familiar with this, I wanted to set the stage for this a little bit. Uh, I, I was uh, it, it was discovered that I had a tumor on my liver last fall after I went in for emergency gallbladder surgery. And we went back in, had that tumor taken out. Uh, It did not require radiation. It did not require uh, chemo at the time, but I was put into uh, a protocol where they just keep an eye on everything. And that required a CAT scan and a blood test uh, every 90 days for a year. And uh, I completed my fourth one yesterday, Rick, and it was all clean. That's so um, that's a, that's a big praise report today. Yeah, amen. And you know, in broadcasting, when we were uh, coming up through the ranks, there was a a concept that you didn't share health problems with the audience. You know, you didn't bleed on the audience. They called it. Yep, you're right. And yeah. but you know, we've always kind of had a different approach here. We we try to be real. We use our real names. Um, <clears throat> we we share the good and the bad with the audience and. I'm thankful for all of you that have taken this on and uh, made it part of your prayers, and and those prayers have definitely been felt. Uh, I even had a lady yesterday, as I was walking in, uh, tell me that she had been praying for me, and you know it How just it that, lifts yeah. your spirits, you know, oh, yeah. mm-hmm. uh, because there's so many people dealing with this, and it's a, a part of the world we live in now. Yep, yep. And uh, but four good scans, this means I get to go to. Uh, uh, twice a year now, Rick. So that's a big step and everything was clear in the term. Uh, and I, you know, I want to get the terminology right is currently in full remission. Amen. Now they don't awesome, say buddy. you're cured till well, I think not. after five years, <clears throat> right? Yeah. but uh, we'll take full remission. Amen. Sure. That beats, that's awesome. Hey, we got something else we got to deal with. Well, on the know? fact that you reached a stage now where you only have yep. to go over six months. Yeah. That's big, but I, I really appreciate our doctors and uh, everything they're doing, and the technology that's involved is just amazing. I, I know healthcare costs are high, oh and, my goodness, and we all deal with that and insurance and all the quags that go with that. But we live in an amazing time when they can do these things that you know, a few decades ago you you, you didn't know. And really, in in my particular case, uh, if I had not had a gallbladder attack. And had not gone in to have that taken care of, we would have never known about this till it had been too late. Yep. So, mm-hmm. just very blessed. Yeah. Feel very, very blessed today. Yep. So, uh, so there you go. That's a great update, and uh, we'll and that, take it. Yeah. That good oh, job, prayer warrior. Yeah. Amen. Absolutely. Sure. <laughs> Thank you, and keep up the good work. Yes, <laughs> absolutely. And there's so many wonderful people out there. They really, they really, really are. And yeah, you're right. You were talking about the way you know we our approach to the show always has been. You know, do we have fun? We do, but it, you know, the the whole we're, we're putting on a fake deal, and and, uh, and and we're all a bunch of actors, and we're only going to talk about inch deep, mile wide stuff. Uh, I think if we had taken that approach, you know, like we said, any of the one of the many things we do, if we had decided to do just one of any of them, really including the silly and the whatever, I don't think we would still be here. Because I think That's the true. burnout factor. Yeah, I, I think I think life. It, it, there's you know, it, 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 as real as you can be. I think 
that that kind of draws us all together because you're like, oh yeah, I I I've been through that too. Mm-hmm. Oh, so so have they, as opposed to this person really nothing doesn't ever say anything. So I assume everything about them is nothing like my life, right? And I right. think here you like you know through all the different things and all the different members of the show and all the years, you're like, you know what? We've all kind of walked through just about everything that we all walk through, mm-hmm. you know, and, yeah. and, and, uh, and, and hearing the, even the lighthearted spin on, on these things as, as well as the serious, you know, to me that I, I, I that's the way I would want to hear a show. And, mm-hmm. and like, I find myself now, honestly, just perfect example. There are certain things in life that I once was very interested in mm-hmm. that I'm just not that interested in anymore for whatever reasons, whether that be spiritual growth, whether that just be age, whether that be whatever. And so when the places that are still doing the exact same thing they've always done, I don't watch or listen to that anymore because I'm not interested in it. Yeah. If there was more variety there, yeah. you know, I would probably still be in there going, well, I'm not all into that topic, but I really like that one. Yeah. Uh, so if you, if you, if you, and you know, and I know for salespeople, that's hard. Because they really, right. for them, it'd be simpler if they could just tell you who we are in one sentence. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. Right. Uh, but, well, it, it yeah. hasn't helped us in this industry because no, the no. industry is set up to like what you're talking about. You, you're in a genre. You plug into those radio stations. You can get hundreds of stations doing it. Yep. But when you do something as odd as we do, mm-hmm. uh, and I mean that in a good way. Yeah. It, it doesn't fit for everybody, mm. or they don't they don't see the value in that. Mm. But not only, Rick, you were talking about the burnout with the audience. I think it's been the key for yes. us yes. not to get burned out over the 100%. years. 100%. Because I, we do politics, and I am interested in that, but I don't want to do it mm. every day, no. No. all day long. No. I love sports. Don't want to do it all day long, every day. Uh, we want to talk about different issues, sometimes spiritual issues, sometimes goofy stuff. We make fun, we have laughs, and then we talk about, you know, other things that are very important. So I like that variety, and I think that has been one of the keys why we have been doing this for three decades now. 100% right. I think if you just put that in a nutshell, what we've said is if we didn't do it the way we do it, I think the audience would burn out and or we would burn out. Yeah. Because uh, I I think that's what keeps it fresh for the audience and for us. Yeah. True. Uh, and so. and I, and look, it's true. There are people out there going, look, guys, just be political. If you just be political, we could probably find a l- many more stations. Oh yeah, many we've more lost platforms. some stations because we're not political enough. And then there's people yeah. saying, drop the politics. Just be funny. <laughs> if you just be funny and drop all the politics, then people saying, why do y'all talk about anything other than your spiritual life? But just talk about that only, and mm-hmm. and put together a bunch of Christian networks and things like that, and uh, and and just do that. Uh, or you know, and so and and hey, well, I'll tell you what you guys are. You ever thought about maybe a future in, in, in sports radio? And uh, no, I, I I would I would I, I I would not know what to do if I literally had to come on and and say today I don't have any choice but to talk about sports. Right. I like days. It's kind of like our calendar. Interest. It's yeah. kind of like our calendar. I want to talk about sports when I'm actually interested in it, <laughs> yeah, right, right. not not when I feel forced. And to it because, varies but, because you know? that's what everybody wants. From yeah, me. yeah. You know, it's um, most of the stuff, and and I know it may even come across as a little selfish, and I don't mean it to be. I think you should really look at it not as being selfish, but being a lack of talent. Okay. And <laughs> I'll, that, I'll second that. Yeah. And that is, we're really not able to talk about things we're not interested in. We're just not that talented. I mean, and we don't do a real good job <laughs> talking about things we are interested right. in. Yeah. And then there's the inability to communicate what we'd like to say. You know, but I mean, but it's, um, this show is as close as you can get to real. <laughs> yeah. We, we were doing podcasts before podcasts ever existed. 
We were doing reality entertainment before that ever existed. Yeah. We've been way ahead of the game on this. We were doing this show before the internet existed. <laughs> I heard people talking about some podcast they loved, and I said, we've been doing that for years. It just it wasn't, on, it wasn't on that, but it's right. the same format. Yeah. We'll be right back. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Yesterday, Bubba, you talked about that there would be an opportunity uh, for uh, the FBI to be uh, kind of put on the griddle a little bit. And, uh, and, and how did it go the way you thought it would go yesterday? Oh yeah, Rick, it was, it was exciting. Now, Christopher Ray was appointed by Donald Trump to come in and clean up the FBI. Mm-hmm. And, uh, he, uh, you know, still has some issues there apparently. And, uh, he was before Congress answering questions yesterday. We have several really good cuts for this. You want to start with Matt Gat, uh, Matt Gatt's five uh, A. Yeah, five A. Adner, pull pull that one up. And I, did we ever learn how to say his last name? It's Gatt's. Is it Gatt's? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, Mike Gatt's. Because I've I've never I've always struggled Matt with that name, the way it's spelled. Yeah. Mike Gatt's. Yeah. So so here here he Matt is. Gatt. <laughs> <laughs> we destroy names. Let's just hear from uh, MG. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sitting here with my father. Oh. I will make certain that between the man sitting next to me and every person he knows and my ability to forever hold a grudge, that you will regret not following my direction. He is reading the Hunter Biden email. Okay. Tw- uh, oh. Yes, uh, text messages text, yeah. that have that were on the laptop. Now who's and, doing this? And, Matt, uh, Matt you. Best. Okay. <laughs> I'm sitting here with my father. Ah. I will make certain that between the man sitting next to me and every person he knows and my ability to forever hold a grudge, that you will regret not following my direction. I am sitting here waiting for the call with my father. Sounds like a shakedown, doesn't it, Director? I'm not going to get into commenting on that. You, you, you seem deeply uncurious about it, don't you? Almost suspiciously uncurious. Are you protecting the Bidens? Absolutely not. The FBI well, does not and the has que- no oh, hold interest on. in protecting You won't protecting answer the question about whether or not that's a shakedown, and everybody knows why you won't answer it. Because to, ev- to the millions of people who will see this, they know it is. And your inability to acknowledge that is deeply revealing about you. Okay, yeah. Uh, Matty Gatz got mad, didn't he? Yeah, yeah, yeah There was a lot of yeah, it's, it's hard to take that. him serious. Yeah, yeah I would say that somebody else say that. It's the forehead. You know, some people's face makes you just not like them. Well, that's what I mean. That's <laughs> where we're landing on this. Yeah. yeah. Well, I know, I know that's incredibly shallow, and it's it not. Even, it's not even the way we should. Be. And this is how we discuss politics. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, the hair, all of it. Yeah, we Did you hear the left's defense on that though? Is that is that? Oh, Hunter's sending that, but we don't know if his dad was really beside him. No. He's probably just using that as leverage. Yeah. He's probably just making it up. Yeah, I, I don't know how to break. He's still shaking. Down no, I know, but I'm just saying. Party member, that their spin yeah. is funny. Right. I don't know. Well, this is where you look to the left and go. I think you're missing the point. It doesn't matter whether his dad was actually there or not. It's what he's saying in the right. verbiage. <laughs> that, that's what this is. What, what Shake down. Uh, let's go to uh, Jim Jordan, uh, and uh, and this is uh, also. Um, uh, uh, yeah, we're hearing from Jim Jordan a lot lately. Hey, oh, yeah. uh, and he's talking to, uh, is this Jerry Nadler? Yeah, Jerry Nadler. Oh, he, I can't stand Jerry Nadler. to him during the hearing. And we'll continue this kind of work essential to the safety of our nation. I thank the chairman and I yield back. Good. Chairman yields back, just for the record, the pronunciation of the former assistant director in charge of the Washington field office is Dan Tuano, something that ranking member might have known if he'd actually shown up at the deposition like I did. <laughs> <laughs> there, was lot, there was a lot of that yesterday. 
so, um, and then out with you, Bubba, and I got the same emails that, that you were getting. The folks who listen to this show in Huntsville are not all that excited about Jordan wanting to send the FBI to Huntsville. <laughs> well, I think he was making the point he yeah, wants was, to get it out of D.C., right. and the second largest FBI facility in the world now will be in Huntsville, Alabama, uh, outside of Quantico. Yeah. So uh, I think that was part of that. But you know, back to what Matt Getz was saying, we have these these texts and, and these communications um, several. Remember, remember Biden when he did the video where he said, "You know, I was sent to the Ukraine and I had this defense money, but I told him we're getting rid of this prosecutor that oh, was yeah. corrupt." Mm-hmm. That was the prosecutor looking into Hunter Biden and his tie-in to the oil company over there, and he—that's why he was corrupt because he was investigating the Bidens. And he said, you know, I'm not going to give him the money. And, well, you done promised it to us. The president said so. He said, call him. Call him. You remember that whole speech right. he gave? Yeah. That alone is much more damning than the phone call they impeached Donald Trump of. Don't, no doubt. And they, they, they won't even look at it. See, and that, that tells you just uh, – and look, Christopher Ray too, I know he has to be somewhat neutral on this to not be political, but he has to admit – I wish he would have said we're looking into it or something. Right. But he, his his total uncaringness of that does speak volumes. I hate to admit this. That's what Matt Gates is dead yeah. right yeah, on that. Is. He's like, wow, your attitude about it's what's got everybody. I mean, what do you? Th- this should be deeply disturbing to not only law enforcement but every American. And to Speedy's point, what the left is basically doing, let's say that what Hunter Biden will say it, and I'm sitting here and I've got a knife in my hand, and I'm going to come knife you if you don't do exactly what I told you to do. And, and, and all of a sudden the left goes, he didn't really have a knife. Hmm. Well, that, that's well, that's yeah. not the point. I mean, yeah. it's uh, Y'all, yeah. the, the Biden <laughs> clip, the Biden clip where he says he got that prosecutor fired is damning enough yeah. for a whole investigation, a prosecution, probably an impeachment. And he said it himself and he's on tape bragging about it. There is no doubt. Yep. Our okay. policy is being dictated by people taking bribes, not what's best for us as Americans. 15 minutes to the top of the hour. More Rick and Bubba coming up right after this. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. All right, so um, as uh, we come back, we'll finish up. So this is that clip Bubba talked about going into the break, and it's it's an old clip. It's been around a while. But you you hear uh, then-Vice President Biden making it very clear how he and, and Hunter and, and how they operate. Uh, this is uh, in Ukraine, of all places, uh, when uh, he was uh, talking about uh, the uh, those that wanted to go after his son. Uh, and this was a conversation that's been around for a yeah. long time. Yeah. So remember, Trump was impeached because he implied mm-hmm. that he was looking for political dirt on the Bidens when he was talking to the Ukraine. Tell me if this sounds like it is bribery dealing with our foreign money. Mm -hmm. Uh, And uh, so I got Ukraine. And uh, um, I remember going over convincing our team, our others to convincing us that we should be providing for loan guarantees. And I went over, I guess, the 12th, 13th time to Kiev. And and I was supposed to announce that there was another billion-dollar loan guarantee. And I had gotten a commitment from Poroshenko and from... Uh, Yatsenyuk that they would take action against the state prosecutor, and they didn't. 
So they said they had they were walking out to press conference. Said, nah. I said, I'm not going to. We're not going to give you the billion dollars. They said, you have no authority. You're not the president. The president said, I said, call him. <laughs> I said, I'm telling you, you're not getting the billion dollars. I said, you're not getting the billion. I'm going to be leaving here. And I think it was what six hours. I looked. I said, I'm leaving in six hours. If the prosecutor's not fired, you're not getting the money. Well, son of a. <laughs> got fired. Well, there you go. Ooh. So we squeezed him. Mm-hmm. We squeezed them to protect Hunter. I don't know what else you can. Much. They're not really even hiding it. So, and then there seems to be a double standard when it comes to to how you're prosecuted in this country. Uh, a lot of times based on your last name. So here, here's a here, here's a clip. Who is this on this This is one? Uh, Representative Wesley Hunt talking about the FBI oversight and uh, and the Christopher Ray hearing and all, all that. Right. Here's what the American people know and believe about the FBI today, sir. If you are a Trump, you'll be prosecuted. If you are a Biden, you'll be protected. Yeah, and it does feel that way. Uh, and and he's, well, do he's, we have any facts that can say opposite of that? No, I, I, no, we don't. Have there been any raids in the middle of the night to any mm-hmm. of the Biden associates or his lawyer? Maybe right. You know, <laughs> haven't seen that. So uh, now, if y'all want some more, I want you to think about how Biden sounded when he was being very clear about how he, how they squeezed somebody that was going <laughs> to yeah. prosecute Real his clear, head. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Compare the way he talks to he talks now. Here he is trying to call Russia out on how to end the war, and then we'll work our way to his riveting speech on climate change, and then we'll have an important topic that we've tried to talk about forever. But here he is um, uh, trying to talk about how Russia could end the war tomorrow. One country cannot be allowed to seize its neighbor's territory by force. Russia could end this war tomorrow by withdrawing its forces from Ukraine, wrecking its international borders, and ceasing its attacks on its inhumane attacks on Russia. I mean, by Russia on Ukraine. <laughs> so, all righty, dollar in there, Joe. Yeah, come on, I mean, buddy. What am we I got thinking? it right before we was done. Now we move to climate. He's in Lithuania uh, sure talking about uh, worldwide climate change. Of course, it's all man-made. It's not, you can't even debate anybody on that anymore. Of course, somebody's about to. But uh, So I don't know what he's talking about, uh, about turning back naked. But, uh, hey, hey. <laughs> Hunter, so, I think he's talking about Hunter Biden's laughing. Okay, okay. So here, here, here he is. The world has changed. Oh, boy. Here's that voice. Will we turn back yeah. naked, unchecked aggression today? to deter other world would-be aggressors tomorrow? Will we staunch the climate crisis before it's too late? <laughs> what about uh, naked? I, I can tell you, uh, if you're in the Baltic states, Lithuania mm-hmm. being one of them, you, you border Russia, you ain't worried about climate change right now nope. near as much nope. as you're worried nope. about the Red Army. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he continues, and Greg, it's this thing that you love when he, he acts like people either think he's lying or they don't think he's serious. Yeah, I'm not joking. <laughs> he, says things I'm not that, joking. he says things that are not he necessary. He does it all the time. Who, who's opposing you? This crowd. Right, so here it is. Here, he does it you again. You know, we all must summon the common will oh boy. To, to actually address the existential threat of accelerating climate change. It's real. It's serious. We don't have a lot of time. Is the the single greatest threat to humanity? Mm. 
Uh, let me ask you mm-hmm. this, uh, and Adler, you can roll the B-roll mm-hmm. here. Yeah. No, uh, no. Yeah, watch this motorcade after telling us it, it's the most serious threat in the entire wor- S- world ever. Yeah, <laughs> this is the biggest threat we have. And if you want to, at home, count the cars in the presidential motorcade, I'll, I'll save you that. It's 39. Wow. 39 heavy vehicles. This man just told people in mm-hmm. Lithuania, of all places, that the the greatest threat we all face right now is man-made climate change and then left in a motorcade of 39 vehicles. Unbelievable. So could, could you have cut that to 15 to try to save the earth? You know, the earth is being damaged. You listen, the president of the United States is going to have to have some people with him. I got no, no that. question. I don't have no a problem question. with that. Yeah. No. But if you're destroying the earth, which apparently you are with all these vehicles because everybody is. Um, couldn't you cut it back? Give us a nice, say, 15. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You, you cut it in half. Uh, and then, of course, I think we can get this in, and then we can come back. <clears throat> We're all told that this is science that has been decided. It's real. He all, said it's real. And man. all scientists agree. Here is Australian geologist Ian Plimmer. We have been cooling down for the last 4,000 years. So if people say, oh, the planet's warming, well, <clears throat> it's all about when you start the measurements. If we look at the last 38 years, there has been no change in temperature. If we look in the last 150 years, we've had three warming periods and three cooling periods with a total warmth of about 0.6 degrees Celsius. Now, I wonder why it warms. I mean, 1850, what happened then? Oh, yes, that was the end of the Little Ice Age. Do you think it's going to warm or cool after a Little Ice Age? Of course it's going to warm. So if you start taking measurements from 1850 in the Industrial Revolution, we have been warming. If you take measurements from the medieval warming, we've been cooling. We've cooled about five degrees since then. If you take measurements from the Roman warming, We've cooled about five degrees. So as soon as someone tells you, oh, it's warming, the reply you give is, since when? We. Hmm. That's the key. When do you start measuring? Our national media right now is obsessed with telling you this is the hottest year ever. Every channel's doing it. Every meteorologist is doing it, which, by the way, they have no idea about climate. They do weather. It's a big difference. Yes. And they're experts on climate. Every single one of them is telling you that, and it is not true. Not true. You heard that evidence right there. It is not across the board accepted that we are having global warming. As a matter of fact, Rick, we were talking about it. Our spring here where we live was one of the mildest I ever remember, all the way into the first week of June. Yep. Mm -hmm. Top of the hour. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. So exciting news. This Friday, Blaze Media is uh, teaming up with the family leader, and they're going to host the first presidential forum for the 2024 primaries and and get our first look at all the different people. Now, here's the best part. The forum is going to be moderated by none other than Tucker Carlson. It's going to be his first public appearance since he's left Fox News. Uh, And after Tucker is done, now this is what's important to Blaze subscribers, um, when he's done asking the candidates uh, the questions that we all want to know, Glenn Beck uh, from Team Blaze will join Tucker on stage for an exclusive interview just for Blaze TV subscribers. So if you're not a subscriber to Blaze TV, and you really should be anyway because of all the, the great content that's there, 
you're not going to see this. So you don't want to miss this. So subscribe to Blaze TV today by heading over to blazemediasummit.com. That's blazemediasummit.com. Use the code SUMMIT and you'll get $30 off. Remember, the presidential summit is free to watch, but only Blaze TV subscribers get to tune in for Glenn's exclusive interview with Tucker Carlson. So go to blazemediasummit.com, use the code SUMMIT, and then you're in. So uh, wrapping up last hour, uh, the bottom line is this. When someone tells you, well, all scientists agree that man-made global warming is a real thing, uh, you can say, well, apparently not all scientists. Uh, so what you're saying is your preferred scientists believe that. Let's all tell the truth. Not all scientists agree, and it's still an ongoing discussion. I'm not saying coming down in, uh, one way or the other, I'm but not. but to say that the, the because I don't know, and neither do anybody else that's out here blurting around about it. No, no, they don't. And and again, and we are pointing out, and we continue to point out <clears throat> those who claim to believe it bizarre, bizarre behavior on their part if they really believe it. Bizarre yeah. behavior. Yeah, I mean, uh, if they, they really believe that, if uh, if all the meteorologists we see on national TV believe it, they need to be riding a bike to work. Bubba, then we move into another story that has us all perplexed today. Did anybody think that any of the actual murderers from the Manson family would ever be set free? No. Rick, I don't see how anybody mm, that goes out How do you ever and, get free? And don't it, forget, she was originally given the death penalty yeah. before they overturned. And it was all commuted in, yeah. in California because they did away with the death penalty temporarily. Uh, Rick, for... Uh, The Manson family went on a killing spree and killed seven people over a two-day period in L.A., Uh, most notably at the time Sharon Tate and her unborn child. And the Mansons were all brought in and and found guilty of these murders. Um, One of the girls in this, the youngest one at the time, Leslie Van Houten, or is it I heard somebody say Houten the other day, but I've always heard Van Houten. I have too. Leslie Van Houten. Uh, She has been, listen, she has been granted parole after 53 years in prison. Mm. Now, she's come Gavin up many Newsom, times and they usually yeah, block it. Yeah. Usually, she's been blocked many, many times. Even when she was granted mm-hmm. parole, the governor overrode the parole board and would not let her out on three different occasions. But Gavin Newsom has said he will not fight her parole this time, and that uh, she will be moved to the uh, you know to the uh, process of getting back out. It, she'll be on parole, and she'll have to do some. Uh, uh, you know, kind of a halfway house thing to begin with. Mm. Um, she will have a three-year maximum parole term, and she could be discharged after that. Um, she's now 73 years old. But she was, Rick, she was convicted of stabbing one of the people who were murdered 14 times in the back. Well, now, Bubba, don't her, be don't Her be defense too, <laughs> was she was already dead. Don't be too judgmental. Right. Uh, 12 of those stabs in that, that body was already dead. Right. Mm-hmm. Look, and here she is with a cross carved in her forehead. Yeah. Or X, X or whatever, X or whatever that now, is. Now, again, I, one, this person should have been put to death by the state. No doubt about it. She forfeited her life by the taking of the lives that she did intentionally with planning in advance and carried it out. So, but California, uh, in their wisdom, commuted all of that. And now she is going to be back out among you. Mm. 
I know it's a dangerous world out there, and it's so dangerous that maybe a 73-year-old Manson family member uh, is not a big deal, but he doesn't feel good. I, I, I will tell you, the Manson. <laughs> it's just got, a, right. it's got kind yeah. of a dirty it feeling feel about good. it, Rick. It, it doesn't feel good. First but of all. you could be out at Walmart checking out next to Leslie Van Houten. Yeah. First and I of hope all, she's not buying knives. Right. Our perfectly <laughs> holy, wrathful, but at the same time gracious God, if this woman has repented, found redemption, and her spiritual soul has been saved, I would celebrate that. Good for her. However, sin always matters. Throughout Scripture, you see this. And she should continue to pay the price on earth, not in eternity if she's repented, but on earth for what she did. And she is not in some kind of mild category. No, okay, Rick, no. Every, everybody, everybody out here, and look, and I'll tell this. It ain't to, parking tickets, guys. I'll tell Governor Newsom this. I know you want to be president. I think you can do it without a Manson family vote. And I, he's I, turned I, her. I, he has turned her down before. Yeah, yeah. yeah like but three different times. Got not now. But you're right, nope. The Manson supporters. <laughs> right. I don't think you really I don't have think to worry you about need them. them. Hey, Gav. You Gav, you're all right. You don't. You don't need the Manson. <laughs> they, yeah. They're probably not going to vote. You know, back when you turned her down, that was the right thing. Don't don't crumble that because you want to be the Democratic yeah. nominee. Does he? You don't think, need. You don't need the Manson family vote. Let me ask. Our supporters he, of the Manson yeah. family. Does he think this helps him politically by not doing this? Well, Squeaky Fromm's going to vote for him now. Oh, that's, yeah. that's, that's, that's awful. Well, did, how's See, this, what does this mean for the others? Because the one died of cancer, and the others, yeah, Tex and the other girl, they're all still in there. Well, it's a good it's good news for them. But I now Tex is in trouble because he was the go to guy on both murders. Yeah, I mean, break, he, break he, down he had the role. He's laying everywhere. Break down the role of, of every of those. name y'all are mentioning. The other mentioning two girls. Every single uh, name. Now, some of y'all are so young you don't remember this horrific event. But when you mention these names, my skin crawls. Yeah, <laughs> I, mean, when, I mean, if you if you want to terrify children of the seventies, tell them Manson family members. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll all freak. The other two on the left there, uh, we were showing a picture uh, of them. What, what were their roles? In uh, this? They did some stabbing. They did. Oh yeah, I think they were because again, all kidding aside, a lot of their argument on her now is that she did stab somebody, but they were already dead. Uh, I don't know how you argue that. But, I mean, who hasn't done that? Yeah, I mean, she just she knew. <laughs> who are we to judge? But uh, yeah, they all. Actually participated. You stabbed somebody fourteen times. Well, in all fairness, when I started stabbing, I think they were already dead. Yeah, yeah but the fact that you just stabbed a human body that many times—that really bothers us. Yes, we yeah. we don't we don't like to have you kind of living around us. I believe you would have went ahead if, if she'd been alive. You'd probably still done it. Can you imagine though? Sure. Say say she goes out. Okay, she goes out and and they give her full access to life again. Okay, out there in the world. Do you remember the old lady on your street you were kind of scared of? Ooh. Can you imagine? No. That when that old lady on your street, I wouldn't go take apples off her tree, would you? No. What what if she walked outside one day and you saw her up there and she was like peeling the peach and had a knife? You'd be like, mm. Mm. Well, you remember the hatchet lady up there in White Plains? Oh yes, I do. <laughs> yeah. mm, don't hey, don't go to old lady. Mm-mm. What's her no, full? Don't name? forget too. They carved uh, they carved the word war into the victim and then wrote in their blood on the wall, death to pigs. See, they were trying to set up that it was done by blacks. Right. They start were, a, yeah, the whole he helter skelter thing was to start war. a race war. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Yeah. Charles. Wow. Charles 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 uh, ordered cat. everything done, but he didn't he didn't actually do it. Right. But it's yeah, it's not good. You're not good person. Now, yeah. Charles had a long yeah. list of things he had done. No, no, these are these are bad things. Bad. Yeah, I, I just I can't even I can't even imagine this is even for consideration. If you want to and, see, and, how, and I hope she has been rehabilitated. I hope she's a good person. I hope she's found Jesus. Let's sit so. in that cell and rot. You, you, the next for, for what you did. You can have a different eternity, but here on earth, 
you you need to pay that. Yeah, you pay that one on. And, and it sounds like common she, sense has left. And like the you building. say, you should have already been killed. Yeah. You should yeah. your life should have already yeah. been taken. Mm-hmm. Which originally that was the mm-hmm. verdict, right? Yeah, about uh, she's been in jail fifty three years. About fifty years ago. Mm-hmm. Hey, don't go into Olay Van Houten's place. Yeah, <laughs> that was that what it was? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. I'm not a conspiracy theory Here guy. Here we go. But have y'all heard about like the the CIA and MK Ultra like training Charles Manson and, and actually providing him with the drugs? What are you and, doing? And telling him like get off the you, internet. Don't take the acid. You give it to your followers. You tell them what to do. And have y'all heard? Uh, and, and it looks to me the, like Charles was taking it. Yeah. What was the purpose of that, by the way? <laughs> What what was the end game in this? You know, so many of these war, conspiracies yeah. don't have a really good I know. end game. You, you stump a lot uh, of was them. It by coffee some, wars, you know, one of them were the yeah. Ab- it was uh, Abigail one. Folger was one of the oh, yeah. ones murdered. She was the heiress to the uh, coffee empire. How about that. Mm-hmm. And then Angela Lansbury, her daughter, was actually getting involved with Charles Manson. She was like, "I don't like this guy. Stay away from him." And then later, the murders happened. Angela Lansbury mm-hmm. murder. Well, she wrote. Was that the ultimate? Seriously, for parents, is that the ultimate? I told you so. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I told you those Manson people were bad. I told you. See, one of the Beach Boys was hanging around. You're with telling. Oh yes, yeah. Oh, they were right. all doing acid. Dennis. A part of waking up, folders in your cup. She got caught up in this. Oh, yeah, yeah. she's one of the victims. You know, they all went to that hippie ranch. You know, you saw, and it was portrayed in that movie one night in Hollywood or whatever. Oh, yes. Where they all went up there and did drugs together. And that's where Manson went and recruited his bunch. We'll Mm. be right back. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Um, so uh, it's interesting that this story was laying in front of us today. First of all, this one we won't land on very long in sports, but LeBron James announced he will return uh, for his 21st NBA season. He was thinking about retiring. He's not going to. So that, that announcement's been didn't, made. Didn't he say one time he wanted to play with his son? And his son's an incoming freshman at USC this year. Well, he's going to have to. Well, of course, I guess he could be play one year and then go. Maybe yeah, two, I think yeah. he was thinking he'd play one, yeah, maybe two tops, yeah, and then uh, jump to the draft. So anyway, I, I, no, I don't know. Maybe that's his goal to do that. That'd be a, a cool thing to get to do. <clears throat> it it uh, would be cool. I'll and, give and, you that. and I don't watch enough of the NBA. NBA well, I don't watch any of it. So uh, is he's not to the point of being sad now. He's still playing all oh, out. Right? Oh yeah, oh yeah, 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 yeah baby. Well, as long as it's not sad, then keep yeah. on rolling. If that's oh, what yeah. you want to do. Yeah. yeah. Somebody said he's going to try to play baseball. Um, very, <laughs> Birmingham. Yeah, very, very interesting that I actually, I told Bob about this, I caught on ESPN or I guess it was ESPN I was watching, but it was it was either a <clears throat> a storied or a 30 for 30 or an E60. I don't know the difference. Uh, they, are they kind of I, I Some documentary. Some documentary. Do y'all hate the ESPN that has all the stats around the screen? Yeah, and, I do. I can't stand yeah, it. Yeah, I don't look Which at one that. is that, news? I, I can't look at that. I don't that. know. Yeah, sometimes there'll be a good E60 it's on too there. too busy. I have to watch it through that. It's too busy. It makes no sense. Does anybody look at that and go, ooh, I'm glad I saw People that? People like <laughs> me that have mental challenges on things that are too busy, you think I can oh, look I, at that? Yeah. You know what I'm talking about. I can't look at that. That's like a puzzle. But anyway, so um, what's next? Word search for me. <laughs> but uh, word spelled backwards. This was the this was the story because I guess the ESPYS were last night. Yeah. So anyway, this was the uh, the documentary. It was kind of a combination of the very first time they did the ESPYS, which happened to be also when Jim Valvano gave his speech. Okay. Why he was dying with cancer. Yeah. So there there it must be this particular documentary. <laughs> Because it was mainly about the first ever ESPYs, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? Uh-huh. And am I missing something? No, okay. it's just your explanation. <laughs> no, funny. you are missing something. We'll tell you when we yeah. go to commercial. Okay. okay. Yeah, but you're. Yeah. So, so anyway, um, 
Yeah, you always see everybody laughing at you, and you're like, <laughs> no, no, it was not you. I have those moments Rick, all the time. Rick, oh, what you did I say? If what you did I say? Known, you would have laughed too. Yeah. Oh no, I got that. I but you know, when no, you're the you person, you. when you're the no, person talking, yeah, you think, okay, no. I, said, I just want you to know yeah. you didn't say. I just David. said you're, something you're really bad, and it, I don't know. It reminds me of the Randy Moss little clip. Have I said anything stupid today? But anyway, Dick Vitale was in this documentary, Modern Time, and he looked old and he sounded old. And because he was the one who who they said would do the Jimmy V speech if Jimmy yeah. V could not physically do yeah. it, because I mean, he was in bad bad shape yeah. when he gave that speech. I didn't know how bad, and they yeah. they, they they cover all that. How he got up there and gave that speech is a is a miracle. But anyway, yeah, and really they talked about it was the first SPs, and they allotted him two minutes. And remember, he made the comment when they started giving yeah. the light, they need to wrap up. <laughs> you got to be kidding me! Yeah. You think I'm gonna pay? <laughs> My body's attention. full of tumors, and you think I care about this thirty second light? Yeah. yeah. And then they got, and then get, then they interviewed the producer that said had to make the call, say leave him alone, don't go to break. Yeah. And, That's uh, probably a good call. Yeah, it was a good call. Yeah. yeah, you know. And so anyway, but I noticed that Dick Vitale, when he was being interviewed, he did he sounded old and he yeah. sounded struggling, and he's announced today he has vocal cord cancer, but mm-hmm. he does hope that he can be back for the the season next year. Uh, so I guess uh, they're hoping they can some kind of do something. Some you know, kind he's eighty four. Yeah. Is he really? Well, yes, he, he looked. He looked and sounded years old. He well, looked and sounded eighty four in the documentary. Yeah. When you hear him talk. You think, well, he has something wrong with his voice. I mean, I've I've always thought that that oh, he had had you, some yeah, kind of right. problem, yeah, if yeah. not. But I'm not surprised by that at all. The way his voice, he I, struggles to talk. I thought it was because he called so many games and screamed so much. That's yeah. true. Yeah. Yeah. That his voice was just tired. Mm-hmm. He gets excited. He says, uh, of course, that no one's no one is uh, surprised because of what you just said, Bubba. That his optimism is very high. Uh, that's just who he is, uh, and he has bouts with melanoma. And lymphoma already, but he won both of those. And one of the things that he talked about, because he did talk about that, and one of G- uh, Jim, Bo- is it, how you say his last name, Jimmy V? Val- Jim Valvano. Yeah. Valvano. That one of his daughters ended up being saved when she got cancer by the very research that the Jimmy V Foundation was doing. Because wow. that was his whole thing, if you remember. I don't, it, it probably ain't going to save me. But maybe if we can start funding cancer research, they're on the edge of a lot of breakthroughs. Mm-hmm. And so my my what I'm gonna do in the final days I have left is I'm gonna try to get enough money raised so that other people won't die like me. Yeah. And so and, yeah. and they and then they interviewed people, Robin Roberts, one yeah. of his daughters, Dick Vitale, that said a lot of what they had, the Jimmy B Foundation and the research is the reason why they're still alive. Huh. So that was kind of cool. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, um, so I, he, they seem to think that there's a chance that he can overcome this and still do college. Don't they think it's uh, something that can be treated? Six Got weeks it? of radiation, they hope. And they said this this particular cancer has a very high cure yeah. rate. That's so that's good. good. That's really Maybe good. so. So they think no surgery or anything, just radiation. So if that's all that he has to do and that does work, he should be okay. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, that, that, was, that was out there today too. It was, uh, you know, and one thing I didn't see any uh, of the ESPYs except a little bit. I saw the end of the Lamar Hamlin deal, which, which, yeah, you know, which was very, that was very moving. Yeah. Uh, but what I know, I, see Dylan Mulvaney up there. I, I didn't, Where? I didn't, I didn't know whether really? she's, a, she's in Peru. Are you being serious? I, I didn't, I didn't want to, I didn't know what, how to say this or what, but it was funny to see the first ESPYs, by the way. Did you know so the celebrities that were on the first ESPYs? It was funny. No. Dennis Miller. <laughs> Didn't know oh, uh, that, yeah. Huh. Uh, but anyway, um, it's almost like when you get to the point where you decide to embrace, I want to be sure that all causes are acknowledged. 
you really can't do a show. I watched the ESPYs for maybe 10 to 20 minutes, kind of flipping back and forth. I never, ever saw one moment of the ESPYs that was not talking about some cause. Really? Never. It was one cause after another cause after another cause. It was never sports highlights. It was never – I was like, are we ever going to give an ESPY to somebody who like had a great season? <laughs> or, or, I mean, it, it, so it, didn't Kelsey MC part of it? I don't know. I, like I said, I didn't, I didn't see very much sure. of it. I'm not sure. And, and, and the, the Lamar Hamlin thing was very moving. Don't yeah, misunderstand right. me. But if that had been all we did, it may be one other – but it's it literally is an every they almost started talking about the athletic achievements coming out of the break and would show you them sitting in the crowd. Right. Then it'd be another cause. Right. Uh, and I was right. like, a lot of calls. Well, you a think lot about well, think about that. Once you open that door, <clears throat> yeah, then, yes, then, then, then somebody gets mad because their cause didn't make it. That's right. It's one of the things we have you know we've had to deal with over the years. You know we can't do every single request. And how about this? Probably seventy five percent of them are all worthy. Oh, yeah. And but but I mean, if the show is all it is is here's another calls and another calls and another calls and yeah. another calls. <laughs> there's not a lot of calls pro- radio. There's not a lot of program left. You, you no. get calls decent, and then yeah. you can't really help causes because everybody, everybody gets tired of hearing about causes. Yeah. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. It was we uh, you know over the years. There's been so many people connected to the show that you've heard about, and a lot of them great stories involving them that are not. You know, on part of the staff, but they're connected to everybody, and they're our friends and and acquaintances, and then people that we get get a chance to work with. But you know, for years and years and years on this program, you you've heard us reference the Lenore family uh, and Lenore Farms, and you know, we've made the joke about Speedy, you know, being an unofficial Lenore, and and uh, and in this family, they just you know, have, you've met people before where you kind of wish you were better better people like they are. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? And they're they're very selfless people. They they love to serve. They love to take care of people. They've they've been so good to all of our children. And you know, it's one of the things I heard somebody say one time. Says you know, you always have a special place in your heart for people that are good to your children. And the Lenores have been so good to our kids. And back before any of us had any place to hunt or whatever, they would open up their family land and let our kids come and learn how to shoot and you know take and kill. I know that. Uh, uh, like, uh, one of my sons killed his first deer ever at, at the Lenores and, and, uh, many others were given that opportunity. And, and, uh, anytime we were like, Hey man, we have nowhere to hunt. Can we come over and hunt? And they would let us. And, uh, and they've just, uh, they've just been so good. And then Tommy was down at the farm was my next door neighbor, Tommy Lenore for gosh, probably 12 of the 15, well, no, probably 10 of, of the 15 years that we've been down there. Uh, maybe, maybe a little less than that, but, but the first several years and, um, and, you know, camp house is now mm-hmm. one, his, his old house. Yeah. And, and so we just love that family and we've talked about him so much. And unfortunately, uh, yesterday, uh, one of the Lenores, um, passed away and, uh, suddenly, I mean, yeah. in, in a shocking way. And you've heard us talk about Tommy and his brother, Lance and Lance has been talked about and been up here on the show before. Oh and, yeah. Many and, times. Uh, and unfortunately Lance, um, uh, and Speedy, you got involved and actually went went oh, went to the hospital. Mm-hmm. Apparently, it was a don't let me misspeak mm-hmm. a, a cardiac event that unfortunately took his life. Yeah, that's what it seems to be. Um, there'll be an autopsy to determine that for sure. But that's what, where everything is pointing. Yeah, it was around dinner time, 
and uh, I didn't have my phone, which Greg, I know you'd be proud of me. I wasn't sitting there with my phone; well, it was on the kitchen counter. And I missed uh, I missed a call from from Tommy, uh, but from some for some reason, my Apple Watch caught his text, and it was call me call me now. Uh, and so uh, we did. Uh, I called him, and he told me, "Hey, man, uh, just be praying. This is where I'm headed." Um, we we got a call from a coworker. Um, doesn't sound good. Lance uh, collapsed at work, um, and um, and you know they've they've tried to revive him. Uh, EMS is there. They're continuing to work on him. He's at the hospital. Where I'm grabbing dad. We, you know Susanna's wife. We're in the we're in the car. We're headed that way. And uh, you know when you get a call like that, you just sit there and you just stare at the wall. Like is, did that just ha- am I just getting a call like that? You're trying to process it. And so I was talking with Terry and and. I couldn't sit still. She's like, well, you, you know, I know you want to go. And I'm like, well, yeah, if anything, just to let them know I'm, I'm, I'm here. I don't want to be in the way. I'm not a family member, so I don't want to get involved with that. But uh, I arrived at the hospital, and um, it was just terrible news that they were not able to revive him. And so um, dealing with that with the family, uh, who's been through a lot. Yeah, they have. Um, you know, it was just really tough. But um, I'm glad I was able to go and just let them know I love them and and you know but you're right with with Lance and, and everybody's trying to process it the family's in shock friends are in shock uh, the whole community where they live in the Jemison uh, Thorsby Clanton area uh, are in shock and um, and so you know just talking to them and trying to process it all it was it was it was very emotional and and on the ride back to the house. I just sat there and reflected a lot about Lance and how much he did love the boys. And I think every one of my boys did take their first deer down there. Mm-hmm. Uh, yep. And, yep. and, and Dale and Lance and Tommy and everybody's like, Hey, don't, don't, don't you worry about what that deer looks like. You let that boy take a deer. Right. You know, it was yeah. that kind of family and, yeah. and uh, growing up uh, just heavily in sports. A lot of times kids don't have summers now because they play through the summers and uh, my kids didn't have much free time in the summer. So their, their winter, their hunting season was their summer. And so we would go down there and just disappear for the weekend. And they grew up down there, uh, yeah. called Lance, uncle Lance and Tommy, uncle Tommy still to this day. And, yeah. uh, Tommy's boys, Philip and will do the same thing to me. And yeah. so, um, just a wonderful family. And Lance and I, this past hunting season, were talking about the first time I ever went down there and he actually contacted the show and invited invited us to come hunt and it was raining y'all it was raining so hard you could hardly see on the interstate but i was just so fired up oh, about yeah. going you know yeah. you y'all remember those days where we were so oh, obsessed with my, it i do yeah and um i remember getting off the jemison exit off of 65 and it was raining he's like but i don't know about this i'm like no we're going you know and he was like well we got a shooting house and he was explaining everything to us and um and that's where it started uh and yeah. that's uh that was like i i want to say it was in the late 90s, and ever since then, we've been extremely close. But um, everybody is just in absolute shock, and uh, um, the, the the family's asking for prayers, as you can imagine. There's just them trying to deal with it, you know. Yeah, and uh, and like I said, they've been a, a part of this show for almost as long as it's been on there. I know. Just couldn't believe it when I heard it last night. Yeah. No, no, it was uh, – and, you know, it's it's one of those things where – because so many times, unfortunately, you know, you 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 hear somebody's in trouble, and and most of the time, thankfully, um, you know, it it, it has a, a happy ending, and you know, so you're sitting there going, well, 
you know, they, they'll get them revived, and then mm-hmm. they'll they'll take care of whatever the heart issue mm-hmm. is, and they'll have a long life after that. That's right. And uh, and then you hear, well, he, they, he, it was it was fatal. So right. So right. that was, uh, and and like you said, the Lenores have have been through a lot. They have, you know, even. You know, they were one of the families that were really impacted by the pandemic because of uh, Tommy's wife. You know, got very, very ill, and we didn't Correct. know she was going to survive. Yeah. And praise God, she has. And uh, you know, and health issues with with his dad, and, mm-hmm. and you know, yeah. and, and he's and, fighting. And, and Tommy's that. had his own health issues. Yeah, he has, and they, they right. lost their uh, their mom um, a couple of, I mean, a number of years ago to a yeah. heart attack. But she was, and she was had she had a lot of of, of health issues, but and struggled the last few years, but. Um, just a loved, to your point, just a loved community. I've always told Tommy he needs to run for mayor. (laughs) You can't, between being a coach and a student, uh, I mean, excuse me, a coach and a teacher there in Jemison and others, uh, other the Lenore family is just known in that community and they're known of just being so loving and so just such a, you know, um, I I don't know, just a A servant's heart, you know, and just, uh, and it's just, um. I'm blessed to call them close friends, and and you know we're hurting with them for sure, no doubt. It was and, just such a contrast for me yesterday too, because we were on such a high from getting a good report and right, knowing yeah. you know we sure. we serve yeah. a big God, and it, while I had good news, he was taking Lance mm-hmm. home, right? And, you know, you just right. go wow, right? Wow, yeah. wow, wow. Yeah, it does make you reflect though on on back to you know, the important things in life and how quick things can change uh, on a dime. Uh, and it did for that family yesterday and those that, that love that family. Yeah, and as you said, they the good news is they are loved by lots of – I mean, you know, having a, a place down there where the Lenore name is known – I mean, mm-hmm. I, how about this? It's 100%. I have never, ever met anybody connected to that part of our state where we have uh, our family <laughs> land, and and I'll be like, now you you may know. I mean, I don't know if you know them or not. The Norris, well, of course, I know the <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. Tommy coached yeah. me, and <laughs> yeah, oh and he, yeah, he, he, whatever, and yeah, the <laughs> Norris, and I did that, and I went. So every, everybody there knows them, and uh, so they are surrounded by a lot of folks who love them and appreciate what they've done for all of us. And now it's our time to to give back and help them. That's right, and uh, and, and and not that they've ever asked for that, but. Mm-hmm. Um, you do it because it's the right thing to do, not because they would ever ask you for it. And and Lance was a prankster. He loved to no mess. Doubt. He loved to mess with the boys, yep. and so he would he would mess with my kids. And and I loved that. But it was in a fun, you know, fun way. Uh, but he would always oh, yeah, have character. a good time with him. He always had a funny story, and was just the life of the farm when he was there. Uh, and um, it's just it just doesn't seem real, to be honest with you. And, and it's just one of those things you're trying to process. So how old uh, is is Lance? He's fifty four. He's my age. That's what I thought. Yeah, Young, right. so he's right in there with the rest of us. Yeah, so. and uh, yeah. always been very athletic. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So uh, so anyway, that's a big shock to that family yesterday and to us because yeah. of our connection to this family and especially Speedy, who's very close to them. So so remember that family uh, in your prayers as they grieve. Uh, the good news is uh, they are strong people of faith. Boy, they uh, are. so they understand. Uh, the what what who God is and in, in this and the good and the bad and uh, what He has to say about it. So that that's good news. They certainly certainly not struggling with any disbelief, and they know where the only hope lies. So uh, so that's the good news. Uh, so remember them as they grieve. Uh, I love when the left gets caught in their own little traps in the world that they built here in our society. CNN Bubba has to apologize. They've uh, they've had to come out and apologize to everyone's sought after spokesperson Dylan Mulvaney 
Uh, do you want to just hear the clip when they when they commit the heinous error? Yeah, let's let's hear it, and then we'll talk about okay. what they've had to do. Dan. All right, here we go. We even talked to a bar in Chicago. One bar was telling us basically they're, re- they're not going to serve it because they don't like the way Dylan Mulvaney was treated after this whole controversy started. He, of course, is the transgender uh, person they were going to uh, uh, sponsor and go along with with Bud Light. They didn't like how Bud Light didn't stand by him after all this. Uh-oh. Ryan, it's, it's Uh-oh. really interesting and great that you got the temperature um, from people you were talking to. It's one of the – it's – the culture it's war. Something. It's the culture wars. They, um, well, CNN mm, uh, had mm, to apologize Wednesday mm, after mm. the correspondent allegedly misgendered yeah. trans woman and biological male mm, Dylan Mulvaney. Mm, mm, Multiple LGBTQ Twitter activists ripped the network Tuesday mm-hmm. uh, when Ryan Young reported on the ongoing backlash against Bud Light for making mm-hmm. the trans mm-hmm. activists a brand spokesperson. Mm-hmm. After Young referred to Mulvaney as he twice, oh, not once but their twice, report, not once but twice, she said they apologize for the error. Well, can can I understand this this world? Uh, well, I don't understand it, but <laughs> I, I understand. The, the, but the thing that makes Dylan Mulvaney to me unique in all this is Dylan Mulvaney can't seem to make up. It's mind. Uh, Dylan Mulvaney has. Told us that uh, Dylan Mulvaney would like to be called male, then then female, then neither. Then, yeah. uh, so it, excuse us if, if we're a little confused and maybe miss. Can I just tell you. Dylan we're a little confused? Uh, you confused, <laughs> and you seem to be too. And I like to see you come off that Dylan name. <laughs> I like to see you drop that. I don't know a lot of women named Dylan. Uh, Rick, did, did, also, did we ever play uh, Dylan on um, Prices Right? I'm sorry. No, before he was I on prices, right? Yeah, before no, he transitioned. Before it was a, uh, mm-hmm. I don't know. Did he have uh, have y'all seen that? Now? Have y'all seen that clip? No, I have not. No, yeah, yeah he was I on like prices, right? Uh, yeah. the tick- I, I kind of want to know if he won anything. I think he did. Here a new is. guard. Here yeah. it is. Yeah. Unfortunately, okay. Greg, you know, you know, Greg, this is a long time. This is a long time ago. Here, yeah, okay. Uh-huh. Oh, that's him. So you know, two prices already, which is a great thing. Three ninety nine. So here is is Dylan a male here? I think yes. Yeah, yeah. Looks like keep it. the five ninety nine. Not really. Well. Something else up here is five dollars and ninety nine cents. You can tell me. What yeah, I don't know if you'll get, get in trouble here, Adler. Yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, you know this is bail. Soup, five ninety nine. I'm going roll. It is. Yes, oh. you got it. Dylan's a winner. Dylan's a winner. Oh, weird. He's a, an attention-grabbing yeah. overreactor already. Weird. Uh, we're going to spin the wheel right after this. Don't go away, oh, folks. Oh, my. <laughs> All right. In the world. How, how, what company goes? <laughs> Here we go. Put put, uh, uh, put Dylan on our product. Look yeah. at this. Dylan, uh, and you may have seen the latest uh, fine, TikTok Dad. floating around, Rick. Um, That's disturbing. Wow. Dylan announced, okay, surprise, I'm in Peru. Mm-hmm. Uh, talking about how beautiful it was, said they uh, that that him, her, she had seen a lot of llamas, and uh, people there were so kind. She uh, said she felt safe there. Uh, a little sad that she had to leave the country to feel safe, but that will get better eventually. Can I tell Dylan this? I feel safer that you're there as well. Yeah, yes. I'm good with that. <laughs> I'm, I feel like we're way mutually safe. Still to stay, this day, stay there. That's fine with me. I'm glad he 10, feels safe. Has ten million followers on TikTok. Wow, it's just attention. This yeah. person just loves and craves attention. Craves it. Star for it. 
By the way, the, I don't know if you saw the latest uh, Bud Light numbers now out of the top 10, number 14 in beer sales in the U.S. Crazy. After being number one for how many years? Over 20 years. About 21, 22 years. I 14, Rick. Do you know how many, some of the beers in front of that you've never heard of? Can I just tell all of you that maybe you're you're like us, you're a little older, you got your business, it's going well, and you feel the pressure of all this, don't bend to it. <laughs> it it's all fake. It's a fake world. It the, this the there's people that even pretend that this is something they're celebrating and they're not. This this is nothing but people catering to mobs, hoping they'll go away and pandering. But when you get down to the product, just stay out all of it. Just have a good product. And tell everybody why you have a good product. Yeah. You, you don't have to cater to all this. From an emailer to the <laughs> show, so it said, it is funny, guys. The one time CNN reported something accurately, now they have to apologize Oh, for that's it. funny. Isn't that hilarious? What a good one. What a good one. I, I, I don't understand why Dylan is allowed to dress up and, and claim that, they're, that they are a woman, but we're not allowed to just say a word. Like, Dylan is free to be a weirdo. If yeah. Dylan wants to be yeah. a weirdo. But I can't also, be a weirdo. I'm also allowed to say that's a dude. <laughs> yeah. Free, freedom. Yeah, Let's just, I'm not harming just, you. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Totally. If, if we can all identify as anything that we want to, then, but, but at some point, as we're finding out, you run into things that become mutually exclusive. So you get to be whoever you want to be, but I don't. Well, let me ask you this: When you say that, if, the, the if term, it's really whatever, then people should be able to call you really anything mm-hmm. they want to, and it'd be fine because they may just say, "Well, that's not really the world I'm in." Yeah, you yeah. know how liberals love harm. their words, and oh, you know they love, they, they, love a they word. came up with the misappropriation. They you remember love when a word. when somebody from one race actually does something that somebody from another race started, like wear hoop earrings or something. Actually, we, it's appropriation, we, we, which is really appropriation. Confusing, but it's really confusing. Yeah, to me. Very you would confusing. think it would be misappropriation. But right. it, but 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 Dylan acting female, isn't that? Gender, absolutely appropriation or That's misappropriation right. in this. You're case. right. I mean, I, I don't understand how one thing is a pass and one is not. There's no logic. There's no None. rule to it. Well, this, it's just it what back. they want to do. Everything's fine. Anything we object to, we're evil and mean. Now, Rachel Dolenzal can't pretend to be black. Yeah, even though she oh. does identifies with that culture and that's what she wants to be. She's not letting. Now, if you want to change genders, you can do that. I mean, that but really, it, it makes no sense. It, there was no consensus. Now, we're he, offended. If I want to dress up like Iron Eyes Cody and wear a headdress and say I'm an Indian, they're not going to let me do that. <laughs> if I want to be a, a, another gender, I can do that. Or no gender at all. Whatever. I know she picked Iron Eyes Cody of all the Indians. He wasn't even an Indian. I like, he wasn't. He was, actually, he was actually misappropriated. Yeah. He actually was. <laughs> which kind of goes back to my example, I guess. Accidentally, I hit it. <laughs> But yeah, I used to, you remember the commercials when they throw yeah. trash on. Oh, yeah. that tear coming down his yeah. Italian face when I yeah. thought but, it was. But a, isn't that kind yeah. of weird? I mean, because to me, her what's her face being black is closer than Dil, uh, Dylan there being a yeah there. a chick. Yeah, right. Yeah, I, I, it's like we allow people to misappropriate appropriate. Well, well, they went crazy. Some. Alec what? Baldwin's wife claimed she was from Spain, and she really wasn't. She lived in Spain at the mm-hmm. time, but she mm-hmm. wasn't really Spanish. Claimed she was. Mm-hmm. Oh, they went nuts over it. Mm-hmm. What? By the way, that was one of the things that got cold on on the trip because <laughs> you know, anytime you're in Europe, you know, all of Europe will come into play, and people be talking. 
And every single time somebody would ask me if I've been to Spain, I would say no, but I kind of like the music. And Sherry, and Sherry said, and we're done with that. <laughs> okay, you don't, don't do yeah. three dog night may not reach everybody in the world, <laughs> but it's like but it it's was al- a good one. Though. It's almost like if you ask me that, I, I I can't keep myself from answering that. I know. So you, y'all been to Ireland? Yeah, y'all been. To, have you ever been to Spain? No, but I kind of like the music. Uncontrollable. Sorry. Yeah. There's yeah. nothing I can do. It just to stop comes that. with it. There's nothing I can do to yeah, stop that, that. That's just gonna blurt out. Right. But yeah. Well, when you get into the world of let's we can pretend and I can oh, declare and it's all emotion based and logic is asked to leave the room, then nothing. You, it's impossible to be consistent. Right. Because it you is. you have you have violated the foundation of truth. And once you take the foundation of truth and you and you say truth must exit the room, what's left behind is chaos. Wait a minute. So. You can pretend to be a gender you're not, but I can't wear a sombrero. What are you talking yeah. about? Mm-hmm. Or I, I, mean, just, I mean, what if I like that culture and I grew up in it and I just like it and I dress yeah. like it? Yeah, yeah. Because not allowed. I'm not allowed. Now, if you want to dress as a woman and tell us to recognize you as a woman, now you're allowed to. Hey, do let's, that. hey let's go to Halloween but do not, costumes. Do not come in here and tell us that you'd like to be sweet. Right. No. Look, if you're if you can only wear certain Halloween costumes too. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. we, we uh, you'll be hey, you'll be canceled. Right. One one person that seems to be getting away with this is uh, Sean King, the uh, yeah, ra- race he's activist. White, yeah. He's a white guy, but he's pretending to be a black guy, but he's dogging white people, so I guess the left is giving him a pass because yeah. <laughs> Talcum X here keeps getting away with it somehow. <laughs> what did you just Talcum X? Talcum X? Are you serious? Instead of Malcolm That's good. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Um... Bobby, do you do you what? Wh- what's your feeling on this uh, cut six? Uh, and what's your feeling on this Barbie movie? Uh, mm. You know, is, is it, uh, well, I, I hope that Hollywood is trying to uh, tap into the uh, to a family market. I, I don't know. I haven't seen it. I'm sure it's full of uh, you know various innuendo that would not reflect that. But, right. Uh, sure. Uh, I, I don't know the the actress doing it. She's she is uh, very sought after right now. She's hot in Hollywood terms, and uh, I'm sure it will be a big, big movie. I do find it strange, though, that um, it is going to come out very close to the same time that Oppenheimer is going to come now, out. I'm really stoked about that. So you're going to have you're going to have two pretty different groups all going to the theater together there at the same time. Is this one of these where? Parents are going to mistake this for a kid movie. That's where I'm going. That, that was my well, question. I, that, that's a good question. What is it? Fair question. What is yeah, it? Is it adult humor or is it? You well, know. Well, I know that I saw. Like, is isn't um, who is it that's in it? Is it Will Ferrell? Is he in it? Uh, no, 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 I, no, I think uh, he may have a part in it. Yeah, uh, yes, and he like it. Does. He has a part. Will Ferrell's like the toy executive. What in the world? Will Ferrell's the toy executive. Yeah, they got some big names. Yeah, they do. Yeah, isn't he like the guy from Mattel that, that okay. you know, was trying to keep her from going into the real world or something? That's exactly right. right. Yeah, they're like, we don't care about Ken, but Barbie, you got to stay. It's PG thirteen, so who knows what that? Oh, means. good. This is gonna fall in that weird place where yeah. you don't like you've got a little girl and she's into yeah. Barbies and you think, well, yeah. do, do we do we do this? And surely they're going to give her yeah. a heads up. And of course, how much wokeness is in it? You oh, probably want to hear it good. PG thirteen is the R of old, so no, you you're know right. This is gonna be you're right. right. I watched right. Um, Mr. Otto the other day. Interesting. I would have thought you would never be drawn <laughs> okay. to that movie. But it's a movie basically. About I can't you. get you to like Jack Ryan. But, and but you no, can't, no, no, no. This is where you're going. It's, it's, I like the movie. You got to check. It's got. It. It's not a bad movie. But it's I got. It the, really they good. check the woke box. They do. They do. They, they do. do. I'm just saying. It's, we see how where we're going. Every movie. Well, okay, we got to do this. A little yeah. bit of this. 
Well, and yeah, I, I saw there was already there was already one complaint because in one of the scenes there's a world map behind Barbie while she's speaking, and they have Taiwan uh, colored in as part of China. <laughs> of course they do. Oh, really? Yeah. I see. Wow. Well, who would have known that? Well, I don't, everybody I mean, looking. That, that's probably just a little Most bit on the nitpicky side. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I don't know who would know that, but that that has been one of the things I heard. So I don't know. There you go. So what do you, what do you think? So and then of course I didn't know this actress is Australian, and of course they they eat things on the Barbie, right? And yeah. and it, she makes a mistake forgetting that Barbie means something different in Australia. Mm-hmm. Really? Okay. Yeah. Shrimp so, on the bob. Here, here it is. But Barbie means something else in Australia. Did you brief Greta? What does it mean here? Like a barbecue. Oh. <laughs> Barbie now, I've heard. <laughs> barbecue. You're right, a Barbie. Yeah, uh, a Barbie. Little blonde moment. Yeah, it sure was. Yeah. What does it mean here? You talk about in your own country. You don't know what that means here. So uh, Let's I don't know. Put another shrimp on the Barbie. Yeah. yeah. It, it, well, now it's like, like you talked about, Greg. It's like there's two things that are going on with anything that's new now. It's they fall all over themselves to check all the boxes, oh, yeah. even if it just takes the the narrative and makes it even weird, yeah, and not even believable, don't even fit, right? And then the other thing is Tom Hops. They are obsessed with Tom Hops. Oh, right. I mean, I you mean, can't you just can, is if anything you're not happened in modern day? Did Mission Impossible at least start? Did it was just a story the whole time? Or did I have to go back in time or forward in time? Yeah, I mean, and you go uh, back when he was like in the, uh, FBI college. Come on, there was a, stop with the Tom Hops. There was a slight flashback to the. Villain villain who he's had a run-in with before but that's all okay but it it is on every single movie the other thing can't just start a story and go in chronological it doesn't go we we jump back and forth back and forth it's not confusing though in the new uh mission impossible because tom cruise at one point goes like wayne's world you know and that helps clarify it's a flashback that did i will give wayne's world credit for that well, here's the other thing, though, that I've noticed, too, and it, and it falls into this time thing again, too, and that is, and that is, it's okay, movie people, new, new, new movie people, we don't have to see the catastrophic event first. And then you t- take us back that it hadn't happened yet. No, oh, okay. every time. Yeah, yeah. just yeah. let us every, work our way to the catastrophic event. Every yeah. single yeah. Don't, time. Don't don't open the scene with yeah. with with, with what, what going up with ultimately what is the end of the movie. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Let us. Can we just get there on, on real time? We don't have to see that. You know, like the plane Jack is the, the first. Hey, the first scene, the plane is crashing. And then you're like, oh my goodness! And there, everybody's screaming. Ah! They this and then all of a sudden, it's yeah. a neighborhood and birds are chirping. Yeah, and they're, and they're like, now we're going to start the movie. The the latest the birds are always chirping too. And we go to present time. Yeah. Series based on the movie Fatal Attraction, and they would do time jump, but it wasn't that many years. So my point is, they didn't look different. Right, his hair looked a little different in one. So you talk really about hard confusing. to keep up. Really hard to keep. Yeah, up. it was supposed to be like a two. You know, the guy looked the same in all of it. If you weren't paying attention. Not you would get lost. It's okay just to start a story and, and let's roll through it. Let's do the beginning, let's do the body, and let's do the conclusion. Hey, it's Rick and Bubba. Tomorrow we gather for a brand new Rick and Bubba show. Rick, it'll be a big and busy show as always. We'll get you all the headlines you need to know about. Biden is in Helsinki, and that's funny on its own. Yeah, all tomorrow on the brand new Rick and Bubba show. Thanks for listening to the daily best of Rick and Bubba. To catch the entire show and for all things Rick and Bubba, go to rickandbubba.com, spell out Amy.
Lord willing, we will catch you on the next edition of the Rick and Bubba Show. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba.